Hello, hi, listeners of the Vast Alliance Prophetic Spiritual Warfare Channel. I noticed that we had a few um friends join us and link up with us on social media. I only put up the Facebook account because I wanted to share more teachings and more details than what I shared on the public podcast. But I was pleasantly surprised when we became Facebook friends and I get a little glimpse of you. You know, when God first asked me to set up the podcast channel, I felt a little dubious because the internet has so many fluffy stuff, right? But right now, the internet is such a powerful tool that reaches so many people, non-Christians. Like my pastor said, why should Christians allow Satan full use of the internet to fill it with all satanic stuff? So we're going to put in God's stuff in the internet as well because there are many people who are searching for what they need and they may find God this way. So I don't really like Facebook, but at this moment, it's the easiest and most convenient tool to use for our close community. And I read some statistics that says podcast listeners are usually introverts. And I do not know whether that's true. In any case, those who connected with us, a very warm welcome to you. And I'm really glad to see more and more like-minded Christians as you surface and you come out of where God has been hiding you. And I think we encourage each other that way when we see that, hey, there are people like me who feel like me, who wants to do things for God. So if you are connected with us, feel free to say hi, to like and comment on us, feel free also to ask me questions on the topics. And we can learn from each other and we can encourage each other. So today is a spiritual warfare episode. It is spiritual warfare at the more intermediate level. And as usual, God has given me a great strategy to overcome that. Let me read to you two Bible passages first to ground us in the context of what we're looking at today. Acts 16, starting from verse 17, talking about Paul and Silas. One day, as we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl with a spirit of divination who earned a large income for her master by fortune-telling. This girl followed Paul and the rest of us, shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God who are proclaiming to you the way of salvation. She continued this for many days. Eventually, Paul grew so aggravated that he turned and said to the Spirit, In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. 
and the Spirit left her at that very moment. And our second Bible passage is taken from First Samuel seventeen, starting from verse eight. Goliath stood and shouted a taunt across to the Israelites, "Why are you all coming out to fight?" he called. "I am the Philistine champion, but you are only the servants of Saul. Choose one man to come down here and fight me. If he kills me, then we will be your slaves. But if I kill him, you will be our slaves." I defy the armies of Israel today. Send me a man who will fight me. When Saul and the Israelites heard this, they were terrified and deeply shaken. So, if you have ever experienced where you felt you were being stretched thin, stretched out, there was too many things for you to do, and you do not have enough time to do them. It is about diminishing resources. It can be lack of time. It can be too many tasks. It can be growing expenses and having insufficient resources to meet them increasingly, so that you feel worn out. You feel tired. You feel exhausted because you're trying to do so many things and meet so many obligations. Oh Father, will you cover us with the blood of Jesus? Cover the dear brothers and sisters with the blood of Jesus, and this podcast, and us, and our ministry, as we teach the people your words and your precepts, so that we may acquire enlightenment and understanding, as not to be in the dark or unaware of the movements of the enemies. The spiritual enemies, as detailed in the Bible. Other than the stretching out, I'm gonna describe accompanying types of attacks, and you may experience the main one, which is the stretching out, but you may also experience a couple of the other ones. Another facet of this attack would be the use of. Ungodly silence and ungodly ambiguity. So, what do I mean by that? Let me try to explain. So, it's about the silence that you experience, either other people being silent towards you, or you being silent towards somebody else. But there is silence when there is injustice. When there's something that's not right being done, and somebody should speak up, but nobody speak up or nobody clarified, and so the miscommunication, the misunderstanding, or the misdeed was not addressed and dealt with appropriately. Another variation of this is ambiguity, because the purpose is to delay. Or to wear you out so that you do not progress in your assignment, it may deploy the use of ambiguous situation. So, for example, if something is not clear, if a situation or a promise or a project is ambiguous, then it kinds of puts you in a holding place where you're not quite sure whether it's a green light to proceed 
or is a red light because there's just no answer or it's ambiguous and it kinds of holds you in that middle suspended space where precious time is lost and you may then lose the opportune moment for acting eventually because of this situation when you finally realize that you are running out of time you may get so tempted to resolve the situation or to proceed with the project that you resort to seek other sources of power to give you hope in the outcome that you want is divination so even if you know that this is the right outcome that is aligned with god but does the ends justify the means how do you go about it to obtain the outcome that you know god wants for you if you rely on anything else other than god then you open up yourself to some danger of potential future spiritual attacks and another accompanying attack may be intimidation so you just feel at times so overwhelmed with all the things that are happening that you start to feel fearful you worry and you're full of anxiety and you start feeling that if only i had this if only i had that opportunity if only i had that resource if only i was married to a different man if only i was in a different place and it just weakens your foundation and your trust in god when all this if attacks you and also watch out for temptation like being attracted to certain things or people to distract you from what god wants you to do so that you are mesmerized by something else and you find it so attractive that you just forget forgot your purpose in god it also deploys sickness like infectious spreading contagious kind like covid-19 or flu so you may find that spreading through yourself and your camp if you find yourself resonating with the symptoms that i describe go to the two bible passage that i shared with you earlier read up on them and ask god about them the fruit of the holy spirit of love works very well to address this situation that you are in So you also want to read up on what the Bible says about love to give you the right perspectives and attitudes and transform your heart about love in the Bible. When we talk about loving others, we always first think about the sweet and the good stuff, the agape love or the sacrificial love. or the kind and gentle love so applying love in those situations will help a great deal so you may ask why is love the answer and sometimes when we think about the fruits of the holy spirit love being one of them we think that there are just some fruits always good to have them we seldom thought that the fruits of the spirit could be powerful 
But God has so much wisdom in every way, and if you apply the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which comes by you spending a lot of time in God, so that you grow and you develop that spiritual fruit in you, then you'll be surprised that it's actually very powerful against some forms of spiritual enemies. I also want to point out to you that, other than the sweet and gentle love of God, the love of God can also come in fierce ways. So, supposing that you see a friend go down the wrong path, do the wrong things, and you know that if your friend continues doing such things, something bad will happen to him or her. When you apply the concept of fierce love, your love may be pointing out hard truths to someone that they do not enjoy hearing, but it's so important for them to hear, and you're doing it because you love them, and that's fierce love. It's the love that is courageous, that does not give up. That is not thwarted, because that love is so insistent on God, knowing that God is good, and knowing that God will provide. Think about that. Think about how God loves you to address your shortcomings, because He doesn't want you to suffer. Under Satan anymore. I want to leave you with two Bible verses. Matthew six twenty five says, "Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes?" And then Isaiah one verse nineteen. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good things of the land. As usual, our time has run out. If I'm able to, I will explain more about the eating strategy, the food and the abundance strategy. So, if you are interested, connect with us. I believe that with the hard times that are coming to the world, many people will be feeling some forms of the symptoms of the phenomenal that I describe. So I just want to encourage you that if you have been feeling some of those, there is nothing new under the sun. These are ancient powers. Ancient enemies of God that happened in David's time in the Old Testament, in Paul's time in the New Testament, and will happen again in our world today. Wisdom and protection come from our God as we lean in unto Him to guide us, and in living His precepts. 
be a form of power and protection for us to escape what is to come. Keep learning, my friends, for there is much that God wants to tell us and tell you. Let us have an attitude of fierce love. Fierce love in God that is not afraid of what shakes the world. A fierce and stubborn love in God that believes in miracles, that God will do what He promised through us. I pray that the blood of Jesus will cover you and let the words and teachings of this podcast be seeded in your life and give you hope and give you light and give you hint of a solution for you to explore and to develop and to mature with God. Be blessed in the name of Jesus until we speak again the next time. Goodbye.